Hey there, and welcome back to the Mini Weekend. I'm your host, Jack. Let's crack a beer and get the ball rolling, Mini. Just here for the beer. Wow. Um, Alright, so tonight we uh, went off the uh, beaten path a little bit with uh, our choice. Um, this choice was actually brought to you by my beautiful wife. Um, who saw these, thought they'd be a good idea, and uh, I saw them in the fridge earlier today and was like, hey, I gotta try one of these for the podcast. I haven't tried this. Spoiler alert, I've had a lot of this before, but not this specific kind, so needless to say, we're building with the suspense here. Tonight, we went with the uh, the Smirnoff Ice uh, Neon Lemonade, the Blue Raspberry Lemonade flavor, and man, I gotta say, I was a I was hesitant. I was going back and forth between doing um, in the neon um, ice lemonades they got uh, the OG just um, lemon. They got uh, pink lemonade. They got peach and then this one. And I was going back and forth between doing pink lemonade and blue raspberry. I didn't really want to do you know the OG, but um, man, I I went with blue raspberry and I just kind of thought it was going to be just a blast of a a ton of shit coming straight at me. And it's actually not that bad. It's, it's pretty good. I like it. Um, I mean, again, for, for those that have had, you know, the original Smirnoff, it, it amazes me looking into them tonight after deciding to do, um, these, the amount of different things that they have is it, it blows my mind. They got the Poco Pico variety pack. Um, you know, obviously, if you're like me, you know, they got the, the OG original Smirnoff ices, the zero sugar ones, the variety packs, the bla- the original, like just black cherries, grape, green apple, hurricane punch, all that stuff. They got margarita ones, the red, white, and blue, uh, the spicy tamarind six pack. Um, I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. We could do a a whole podcast just on everything Shmirnoff's doing. Um, but this is, I mean, this is pretty par for the course. I, I don't think it's, it's not, it doesn't blow my socks off. Um, but it's good. It's good. And, um, I always tease my brother and my wife both love the flavor blue raspberry and I've all, and Anybody else that I've known is like, oh, I love blue raspberry. I always give them shit because I'm like, you know, blue raspberry isn't a real flavor. Like, if it were a real flavor, like, blue raspberries would be a thing. And they're not. But, you know, all jokes aside, blue raspberry is a good flavor. Um, Probably not my top five personally, but always a good go-to. But like I said, I like it. It's, It's smooth. Um... You know, they're just basic, you know, your basic 4.5 APBs. Um, Like I said, I kind of got nervous selecting blue raspberry, thinking there was just going to be just a blast out of a cannon, a bunch of blue raspberry, you know, fake shit kind of coming to my face. And the blue raspberry aspect is actually pretty subtle, and I actually really, really like that um, about it. So, uh, yeah, that's what... um, that's what I think about uh, the blue raspberry lemonade. Like I said, you do get, gosh, I mean, you do get a little bit of that lemonade. I think 
I think I speak for a lot of people when, you know, some of these, you know, whether it's Shmirnoff, whether it's Bud Light, um, you know, a lot of these places are trying to just do a whole lot. They want lemonades, seltzers. Okay, awesome, great. And then they want to get the the um, uh, the flavored lemonades and all that kind of stuff. And you feel like they're just doing too much. And I definitely have had some that I'm just like, yikes, like what the fuck is going on here? This is just way too much coming at me. Um, but as far as, you know, lemonade seltzers are concerned, I would probably put these in the top, in my top three, definitely. Um, definitely with the, uh, truly lemonades as well. Those are bomb if you haven't had those. Um, but yeah, I like it. Like I said, not a huge blue raspberry lover myself, but all things considered, this is great. Um, we'll just come right out and say it. We'll say again, like I said, don't love it. Definitely don't hate it. Um, let's go seven, nine, seven, nine. Um, I would get these again, um, personally with having, you know, when you get these things in 12 packs, you know, I would try the other flavors before I would come back to this one. But once again, if you're a blueberry or blue raspberry fan, definitely one of the seltzers you got to try and definitely one of the lemonade seltzers you got to try, um, as well. So that's what we have for, um, just here for the beer. All you guys know, you know, Shmirnoff and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, I know you can find them on um, Facebook and uh, um, Instagram. I'm pretty sure they're on Twitter as well. So go check them out. For those that have tried this one, let me know what you guys think. If there's other Shmirnoff ices out there that I don't know about, let me know what we should have on next and what flavors we should do. So um, with that, Tommy Town, man. Um, we're right in the thick of things as far as our, um, our, uh, winter sports are concerned. And I, man, I freaking love it, especially this time of the year before it gets too hectic, you know, the holiday stuff, you know, it's, it's breezy. It's nice. Uh, it's a good time of the year because it just, it gets so hectic. Um, you know, once you get to the holidays and even after the holidays, it's all, you know, getting ready for playoffs and just there's nothing better than early December, um, middle December, um, basketball and, uh, and hockey. So needless to say, this men's hockey team is coming, excuse me, is coming off of a very good, uh, weekend against the, excuse me, lots of carbonation coming up here. (laughs) So we're gonna try battle that with um excuse me, battle that with more uh carbonation. Um but yeah, so we're actually gonna start I don't know why it's being weird. We're gonna start off with the women's hockey team. So um women uh held their own. They held their own um against St. Cloud State this last weekend and they're getting ready to do uh, hopefully do some damage um, in Duluth this upcoming weekend against uh, Minnesota Duluth. Um, this last Friday night on the 2nd, excuse me, um, the Tommies lost by a score of 2-3 to three, and then lost on Saturday by a score of 3-6 to six, uh, to St. Cloud State with a empty net goal. Um, 
So, I mean, definitely holding their own and, um, you know, got to tip your hat and give credit when credit's due. And they definitely held their own and hope they can do just that this upcoming weekend against uh, UMD uh, Bulldogs. So, yeah, now that my internet is not being, excuse me, stupid, um, the men's team is coming off of a a loss and a tie against uh, Bemidji State this last weekend. Um, St. Thomas in Game 1 actually jumped out to a quick uh, one nothing lead in the first period um, before... The Beavers would go on to score, what was that, three goals, uh, including a power play goal within the span of six minutes in the second period. Um, And, you know, the St. Thomas team um, fought back. Uh, They got two goals in the second period from uh, Mac Byers, one in the final second of the second period for them to be able to go into uh, intermission, actually tied three to three. Um, and then the third period, the Beavers just proved to be too much as uh, they would reclaim a 4-3 lead less than one minute into the excuse me the game. Um, and then St. Thomas would get their lone power play goal about three minutes later from Josh Ernesti, uh to tie the game at its final um, 4-4 score. Um, before the Beavers would eventually end up winning five to four with an empty net goal. So, again, um, lots of good things to take away from this. Um, even from this loss last year, you know, so often you saw this team get down by a couple goals, and the um, and the uh, um, the team would just kind of, you know, not be able to really get much back into it. And the opposing team would be able to, uh, kind of step on their throats and, you know, just, just take it, uh, take it to, um, uh, the next level. And then the next, um, the next night, Saturday, the third, they actually battled back, um, for a two, two tie. Um, but how it works. So, it goes down as a tie in the records, but somebody has to get the um somebody has to get the extra point. So it went into a shootout where the um uh where the Beavers would get the extra point. Uh, but very similar to the first night, St. Thomas got on the board first, uh late in the third in the second period from a Mac Byers goal. Um and then um, in the third period, um, started by uh, a power play goal and then a regular goal, um, the Beavers scored two goals. Uh, and then just honestly with a minute 20 left, Mac Byers scored his, I think it was his fourth game, fourth goal of the weekend um, to tie the game 2-2. Uh, they would play an overtime period and skated 0-0 and overtime number 2 excuse me 0-0 uh before going into excuse me the shootout to give the beavers the extra point. So once again lots of good things to take away from this uh weekend um this team it's worth noting excuse me in their last four games are 4-1 one and 1 um which I don't think they were close to that in any four-game stretch last season. 
Um, you know, they're still four thirteen and one on the season, three eight and one in conference play. Um, but hey, uh, taking that next step, and again, that's all you can really ask from uh, this team. So. Uh, fortunately for this, uh, the men's team, they will be off this weekend before they get ready for a, um, their last, uh, game, um, their last or game, the last series before a brief holiday break on the 16th and 17th when Ferris State comes to town. So, and then after that, um, they will have a game on New Year's Eve against Minnesota Duluth. Uh, before um, uh, being off until January 13th. So really this team for, you know, the better part of the next month has three games. So um, they got plenty of time to kind of get back to their ways, get back to the drawing board, maybe get a couple wins here uh, going into, you know, that crucial January, February part of the schedule for, um, for the back half of the season there. So once again, onwards and upwards. Um, for our basketball teams, both teams are in action tonight. Uh, the women's basketball team actually just finished up their game um, not too long ago. Before we got on the podcast, I saw the final score. Excuse me. Um, came in and uh, the Tommies were able to come away with their fourth win of the season to get back to four and four on the season with a 79 to 64 win over the Purdue uh, Fort Wayne Elephants, I believe they are. <laughs> um, the Tommies were led by Sammy Opachika with 27 points. Um, Opachika finished with a double double t- uh, with those 25 points. She finished with 12 rebounds as well which is awesome um also this last week they lost in overtime to idaho state on saturday 54 to 58 um but once again this team is holding their own um they're getting they're getting help from everybody around and um you know again lots of good things to like from uh this uh women's Basketball team uh, for them up next. They will be at Wisconsin for a matchup against the Badgers at 1 p.m. this Sunday, the 11th. Um, and then they will be hosting Chicago State at 7 p.m. on Wednesday, December 14th for what is coming up next for the women's basketball team. As for the men's team, they are currently still in action. They're in Bozeman right now, taking on Montana State in a t- in a tough game. They're currently in the uh, in the <clears throat> excuse me the second half right now. Uh, Montana State took a forty-one to thirty lead into halftime. Um, into halftime, and the Tommies are currently um down what's that 13 it looks like 45 to 32 so hopefully this team can you know make something of a comeback here um make it a close game and you know just like every everybody knows you know once you make it a close game really anything can happen because you know you get a bad bounce bad turnover um and uh once again anything anything can happen so uh we will wait for the conclusion of that game but other than that game um this team uh, won their only other uh, game in action this last week in 91-56 to fashion over Crown Minnesota in Schenker Arena. Uh, excuse me. It is worth noting that for 
the Tommies had one um everybody um but one player score this game. They were led by Riley Miller who had 24 points, Andrew Rody had 18, both Brooks Allen and Dom Mart uh Martellini who I believe is a junior, yes, is a junior, uh both had uh, 10 points apiece. Um Excuse me, uh, Will Engels with eight, and then everybody else seven or less points. So really, really a uh, a team effort as the Tommies shot forty seven percent from the field and thirty percent from three point range, while holding this Crown team to thirty three percent from the field and twenty percent from behind uh, three point range. Um, this St. Thomas basketball team now is now. Uh, seven and four on the season, and still has yet to start conference play. Um, so yeah, we have to see kind of what happens from this Montana State game, um, and then they only have two more games before um, getting the ground, uh, hitting the ground with uh, a Summit League play, which will actually start after the next podcast. So this upcoming schedule for them, they have they will be in Pocticello, Idaho. Um, excuse me. Uh, this Saturday at 7 p.m. for a game with Idaho State. And then on Tuesday, excuse me, uh, they will have their final um, non-conference game of the season hosting uh, the Green Green Bay. I think they're the Gamblers, uh, excuse me, uh, at 7 p.m. on Tuesday the 13th before having six days off and starting off Summit League play against the North Dakota Fighting Hawks on Monday, December 19th. So that is what we have today uh, for Tommy Town. Uh, to get started with our professional teams, though, it's it's kind of crazy. There hasn't been a whole lot of news for the Twins. Um, it was announced a couple days ago that the 2023 draft order that was chosen by the first MLB draft lottery, the Twins will actually have the fifth pick, which is uh, is pretty huge. I remember reading, uh, considering this team has finished um, with, or they they sent away a couple of their draft picks, so they didn't have a great chance of getting that high, and especially since they kind of fin- finished middle of the pack this year as well. Um, but um twins aside there have been some very very big uh contracts uh signed here um 2 days ago the padres signed Xander Bogarts to a 11 year 280 million dollar deal um Aaron Judge is staying with the Yankees for 360 million dollars over 9 years um it's uh it's crazy. Uh, Cody Bellinger agreed to a one-year deal with the uh, Cubs for seventeen and a half million. Um, so, like I said, I mean, it's it's still very early uh, in terms of offseason for the MLB is concerned, but there are still a lot of moves and big moves, might I add, um, uh, being made. It's also worth noting. It sounds like the Twins are bigger. Um, players than a lot of people anticipated them being in getting uh Correa to sign back with us, despite him opting out and potentially signing a longer deal with us. Um, 
So um, we will keep you guys updated as far as the Twins are concerned. But once again, they haven't really made a splash in free agency quite yet. Um, so um, we will definitely be keeping an eye excuse me, on them. Um, and then as for the Wild, the Wild have been pretty pretty good so far. Um, you know, you go back uh, since December... I mean, their last what? Their last five games, they've been four, four, one, and zero. Oh, they lost a uh, a tough one in Calgary. Um, they actually scored. It was it was just a it was a bad. Uh, I don't know that I would call it a meltdown, but it was just a it was a bad game. Uh, they they uh, they needed this game. Um, they got two goals in the the game's first two minutes and twenty five seconds. Um, and then all of a sudden the second period started, Calgary was on the power play, uh, they scored a power play goal, um, a little over a minute later, um, they tied the game at two, and then just over a minute and a half from that, on the power play again, they made a 3-2 game, so, I mean, this Calgary team scored three goals in three minutes, and, uh, you know, not, not even two minutes and 55 seconds, um, a part in the second period to start it, uh, which was just all around um, bad. It wasn't until the 1545 mark till John Merrill tied the game at 3-3, but almost right away after the ensuing faceoff, uh, Calgary would go on to get the game-winning goal and then threw in an empty netter to clinch the win. But, you know, minus that game against Calgary, they got big wins. They got, um, you know, one against Arizona. They got a win against Edmonton, who's a very good team. And then um, wins against Anaheim and Dallas. Now, a lot of people are probably thinking, well, you know, they very well could have lost those two games. Yeah, they could have, but we talk, we've talked about this a lot before in terms of the NHL. There's so much parity this year. I mean, you look at teams that are supposed to be good. Um Colorado's the defending, you know, Stanley Cup champs. Uh, Boston's supposed to be good. Detroit is surprisingly doing well. Um, Pittsburgh's doing pretty well. Carolina's doing well. Uh, Calgary's supposed to be good. Dallas is good. Edmonton's good. You know, so a lot of, you know, there's there's less, um, as good as the Wild are, there were more games last year where there were bad teams that it was like, this is a game the Wild should win. This team is not that good. There's just not a lot of that this year. Um, you know, it's a dogfight game in and game out. Tomorrow night, they'll be in um, Edmonton game three of this four uh, game road trip. And then Saturday, they'll be in Vancouver to take on the Canucks. Um, and hopefully they can uh, get away with uh, four more points on this uh, away uh, streak. Uh, Monday, they'll be back for their second game against Edmonton in three games. <laughs> and then Wednesday on the 14th, they will be hosting the Detroit uh, Red Wings as part of a four-game homestand. So, <clears throat> you know, once again, this team's, you know, sitting, sitting, you know, pretty good. They don't have, you know, a great record, 13, 10, and 2, but it's good enough for third in the Central Division right behind uh, Dallas. And, uh, you know, again, another team, you know, Winnipeg's been good so far. So, you know, you kind of got to uh, look out for everybody now other than essentially, you know, Arizona and Chicago. I mean, right now between Winnipeg and uh, St. Louis, there's 11 points 
You know, Winnipeg, Dallas both have 35. We got 28. Colorado's got 27. Nashville's got 26. And St. Louis has got 24. So um, it's going to be a dogfight, but uh, it'll be uh, one uh, worth watching the rest of the season. As for the Timberwolves, the Timberwolves, I mean, have kind of been, you know, the same back and forth team since Carl uh, Anthony Towns has. Um, gone down in that wizard game uh, they followed up their first game without him against the grizzlies and won um a game that anthony edwards just looked like a dog i think he finished with like 31 points or something like that um <clears throat> but then once again in you know typical minnesota fashion lost to a team in oklahoma city that we shouldn't have lost to um and then just um last night beat indiana 121 to 115 so you know, 12 and 12 right now, you know, still not where this team, you know, should be. I really do believe this team has the capability right now, 24 games in, to be, you know, at least, you know, a 17 18 um, win team. Um, But only, but only time will tell. Only time will tell. Um, You know, Gobert is starting to kind of get his uh things going. He's leading the team with uh sixty shooting sixty four percent from the field. D'Angelo Russell uh is leading the team with six point six a assists per game, and Anthony Edwards is leading the way at just over twenty three uh points per game. So um yeah, they're they're coming up on another part of their schedule where you know. Uh, on paper sh- should be pretty tough, but you know hopefully they can come away with some of these wins. Um, tomorrow night they will be um, in Utah for Rudy Gobert's first game back there, and then they got two games in Portland before going to LA, and then finishing the five-game road streak in Oklahoma City on the 16th. So that's what to look for. We're two for the Minnesota Timberwolves. As for the Vikings, God it. It really pisses me off, and I'm going to try keeping this short and sweet because I could go on for fucking half hour if if I let myself, but it's just not worth it. Um, Easily the most disrespected and underappreciated 10-2 team in NFL history. You know, if the, if the freaking Green Bay Packers or the Dallas Cowboys were fucking 10 and 2 with the same point differential everybody would be talking about oh you know it's not about how much you know their point differential is it's you know about getting the 10 wins it's like well why the fuck can't we say that about the Vikings then so um again neither here nor there you know watching that New York game against the Jets uh, that second quarter especially the third quarter was tough i mean we saw this team going to halftime up 20 to three and then to see them not score any points until eight minutes into the fourth quarter was agonizing to say the least uh this defense despite having to play so much in this game looked very good they held this team to freaking what five field goals i mean that's the definition of ben don't break so um you know wasn't a very good complete game. That first half might have been one of the most complete first half complete halves we've played. Um but yeah, again, we're not going to go down that rabbit hole of being, you know, too disrespected. Um but any hooser, so this week um 
you know, with five weeks left to play, it still amazes me that there's only a couple teams that can clinch. So this week, the Vikings don't need help. Since we're playing the Lions, we win or tie. We win the NFC North and get a playoff spot as well. Same goes this week for the uh, Eagles. Last week, they needed um, a win and some help based off of other teams. This week, as long as they win or tie, they clinch a playoff berth with that um uh, but not a division title, just a playoff spot. Um, but if they somehow find a way to lose to the Giants, as long as the Seahawks and San Francisco teams lose, um, they can still clinch a spot. There is another team. If Kansas City wins this week and the Chargers lose, Kansas City clinches the West, uh, and that is what we have for teams that can get in this week. Um, there are two teams, the Arizona Cardinals and the Los Angeles Rams can both be eliminated this week from playoff contention. Um, and then in the AFC, um, Denver, um, Denver loses simple as this Denver loses. They're out. Um, it's a little different for both Arizona and the Rams, um, the um the Rams actually it's not the Rams if they lose tonight which it's looking like they might they're in the third third quarter right now they lose they're out if they find a way to come back and win um they have a chance um but um but not great so that is what we have um there so this week um what we got for you guys for the um for the locks and for our upsets so i'm i'm amazed i haven't picked this team yet excuse me sorry i'm trying to get my notes here so for my lock um the buffalo bills are currently 9.5 favorites to beat the jets this week and i fully anticipate them winning at least by that um the Jets are playing consecutive road games uh, this week while the Bills are rested after playing last Thursday. That's a very bad combination for this Jets team, who is actually playing pretty well. The Bills are finally looking like they're getting it rolling on offense again, and the Jets' defense, yes, is good, but it didn't look great last week against us. I got Buffalo winning this game behind Josh Allen um, and Jets quarterback Mike White. I just don't think he can keep up. I got the uh, the Buffalo Bills beating the Jets thirty uh, to thirteen, and then on the flip side of things, for my um, upset, I'm going with the Chargers. Right now, they're currently three point underdogs to the Dolphins, um, and this is going to be a fun game. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa against Justin Herbert in the battle of twenty twenty first round picks. I think Tua didn't play great by his standards last week, and he's a little banged up. I think the Chargers need this game a little bit more than the Dolphins do, and I think that's going to be a different maker, difference maker. Should be able to move it against that Miami defense. I think, honestly, Herbert gets the best of Tua as the downfield passing game finally explodes for the Chargers. I got the Chargers winning this one 33 27 And then lastly, before we go for this um, Minnesota game against Detroit, simple. We're going to win, and we're going to clinch our first NFC North championship since since 2017. I got us winning. Um, I still think it'll be a close game just because that's just how Vikings have been getting it done this year. I got us winning 
226. Um, I think JJ is going to go off. I know a lot of people um, are quick to bring up they held him in check in the first game, and I think that um, I think that's just not going to happen two times in a row. And um, yeah, and then on the flip side of things, I think we're going to get things done on defense. I got a sacking Goff two times, so that is what you guys have from me this week um, on. Uh, week 14 for the NFL. So I will leave you with, remember this podcast is about you guys, the listeners. If you have a question you want me to address or something you want me to answer, please reach out on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, or by emailing us. Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram handles are at mini weekend and email is mini weekend at gmail.com. That's M I N N Y W E E K E N D at gmail.com. And be sure to let us know if you'd like to stay anonymous with your questions as well. Also find us, and give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter where there are giveaways and you can stay up to date on all things Mini Weekend. And lastly, make sure you hit that subscribe button to get notified of the new episode as soon as it comes out. Until next time, Mini.